Hello, welcome back to another episode of the wonderful Arsenio ZSL podcast, man. I'm your host, Arsenio, as usual, and you know what? Here we are. We got another TOEFL IBT membership special. No more Patreon, people. We're on Podia. You guys want free? You guys want two free essays? Seriously, do you want two free essays? You get a 48-hour trial period on my TOEFL IBT membership badge. Okay? The links are in the description. It's not on Patreon. Okay? It's on Podia now. Just check out the link. Check out what I have to offer. Look at the different videos and stuff that I have to offer. And you guys are going to love it. Today's a special. Today is me breaking down one of my wonderful, wonderful, wonderful Filipino students who actually follows me. And I am just so unbelievably grateful for. Um, and I'm actually coaching her. She's getting ready to take the test this upcoming week. And this is what I normally put on the TOEFL IBT membership badge. So, like I said, remember at the, I think in some of the episodes that, or maybe it hasn't come out just yet, you're going to hear it coming out real soon. I'm not exactly sure. But I talked about how I pulled a lot of this speaking TOEFL off my Spotify because I felt like that was too prolific, very prolific content, and I put it onto my membership. So now that I've already uploaded all the writing in my membership, now I'm going to go into speaking and you're going to see a lot of great things in there in regards to speaking that you guys can learn throughout the course of a month or even the four-day trial period. So today's one of those days that I break down an integrated task, which is bioluminescence, and then I break down uh, an independent essay. So in saying that, guys, man, I know you're going to love this specific uh this specific podcast and again if you guys are interested the links are in the bio you guys make sure reach out to me and i'll be waiting for you hello angie thank you and welcome back to of course another wonderful video man i'm so of, of, of course gotta apologize because i'm barely getting back to you but have myself a nice little birthday weekend so here i am again giving you this review and man i'm so excited about this i'm gonna hurry up and hit off on some things now you did a phenomenal job. We're going to get into this. However, now remember, you're going to have to write between 280 and 300 words for your integrated, okay? You're going to get 20 minutes to do that, but you achieved only 225 in here. So I want you to make a mental note that you must make sure that you get that full amount, okay? Now, for your independent, you were only about 30 words off. You got 350. They require between, some people would say 350, just to be safe, 370, 380. Okay, around that area. So that's the two first things I want to hit off on real quickly. All right. So now let's dive into your integrated number three and your independent number three. I can't believe it. You're getting ready to take this test in about five days. So I'm shooting off as many things as I possibly can to you within the amount of time that I have throughout the day, which is pretty, I got a decent amount. So with that being said, let's get into this. So your opening was, the lecture was about bioluminescence, comma, a unique phenomenon where creatures illuminate light in the bodies. Okay, I think that should be good. A good a positive, too. Uh, based on research, there were many reasons why these creatures have this ability that fascinated some scientists. Okay, now this was an interesting integrated task, right? Because basically the guy pretty much agreed, if I'm not mistaken, um, and I've heard people say this before. Uh, some of the students say, could you send me a, an essay where he disagrees, where he does agree, because, you know, you could get any of these. And this was one of those unique essays 
where you had to agree with them. And that's probably why you ended up writing a little bit short. But nonetheless, it's all good. If there wasn't that much in the lecture, just add in whatever you can to the reading to make sure you fulfill that 280 word destination. All right, so here you have the in the reading, second theory, third, uh, third theory. So your second paragraph, again, you said, in the reading, the first theory was that bioluminescence was used as a means of communication and to attract mates. One example was the was that was the fireflies or or was that the fire? Oh, okay. Was the fireflies that used it? Ah, okay. So we're gonna switch that. We're going to put that here instead of obviously uh, after fireflies, right? So. That's what I'm gonna do right there. So one example was that the fireflies, or was that firefly? Well, it, it doesn't really matter. These specifics and articles, it's all over the place. But nonetheless, that fireflies use their ability to create patterns and express themselves to each other over long distances. The lecture supported this theory. Excellent. And mentioned, reported, very good, that mostly, comma, this ability was seen in in, not on, or in, on the creatures, not in, not, we'll put in, uh, and mention that mostly this ability, I'm going to hurry up and get rid of this comma, no problem, was seen in deep sea creatures, comma, who adapted to their environment. Well, again, they're not a person, so we're going to go which adapted to their environment and use bioluminescence to interact with other creatures. Okay, so uh, the commas, I'm not worried too much about the commas, especially given the fact we only have five days left. But to be honest with you, solid. You got the whole thing. There was It was fluidity. You open it up. One example, you went into what the lecture had said. You wrote a pretty solid sentence. You know, I rearranged a couple of articles and a little commas and stuff like that. Put a relative, the correct relative pronoun in, but you hit it off with this. Again, that's probably about uh oh man that's probably probably about 60 to 40 60 percent reading 40 to lecture so i'm not exactly sure if there was anything else that was said but if there wasn't all good but if there was just add that in at the bottom always keep that in mind just in case i'm not saying that there was but just in case let's go into the second theory the second theory stated that in the reading i'm sorry stated in the reading was this ability, what ability? This, what was, what was this? You have to mention it before this. Um, so the second theory stated in the reading was that this, so we're gonna have to use this, was that this ability was used to hunt and attract prey. Now, again, I don't know what the ability is specifically. Oh, maybe you're, you're referring to bioluminescence. Right? So I'm just saying that you are. So if you're going to use a demonstrative pronoun or a relative, whatever it may be, to signal bioluminescence rather than saying it again, fantastic. No problem. The lecturer also mentioned this function seen on or seen in, uh, seen in sea creatures. Okay, wait. Let me hurry up and read this again. The lecturer also mentioned this function seen in sea creatures where they use to light or now use you use it without the d you're going to have to where they use to light dark air where they you okay okay this is a little bit all over the place so i'm going to have to rewrite this let's see what we got here okay 
I'm going to have to rewrite this sentence. So check me out right here. Because I understand what you're trying to say here a little bit. But um, the lecturer also mentioned this function seen in sea creatures where they use to light dark, er dark areas to prey on other sea creatures. So the lecturer also mentioned that this function in which is used in sea creatures. Oh, well, yeah, as a matter of fact, let's get rid of which is used and mention this. So mention followed by relative pronoun that, no, 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 this only, which is used in sea creatures, comma. Okay. Uh, okay, wait. The lecture also mentioned this function, which is used in sea creatures, lights dark areas so that they can prey on other sea creatures. Okay, so what I put here is the so that they can. I've seen this a lot on the TOEFL ITP grammar sections. So you can use that. Why? Because after that, you're going to use another subject, they, and then another, followed by another main verb, pray. So we're going to have to use a relative pronoun to connect to the uh, two clauses, right? So although, yes, we already, it's kind of like a relative pronoun followed by a that clause. I completely understand that. Uh, a non-defining relative clause in which I used which. But just to show you, the lecturer also mentioned this function, comma, which is used in sea creatures. You're referring to bioluminescence, comma, lights, and you're showing the action, action, lights dark areas so that they can prey on other sea creatures. And as you can see, obviously, there is no blue line indicating that it is all good. So does that make sense? No, nonetheless, don't, uh, again, I don't want you to confuse yourself in some of the writings and obviously what you just saw here. But um, yeah, I guess you could take notes of that. Um, you could use this as another a sentence variety. Remember, you're going to be graded on the different types of structures you use. So you could use this, okay? It's a non-defining relative clause followed by a that that connects another clause. You can use that. Got it? Woo! Next. One example of this was the anglerfish that used, or that used, are we signaling past? It doesn't use it anymore? Of course it does. That uses its dangling core as light to attract its prey before it attacks them. Okay, so I'm going to switch it up. I'm going to switch it from past and past and add it into the present simple because it's obviously ongoing. Unless the anglerfish is no longer, unless it's extinct, we got to use the present simple. Nonetheless, that is pretty much a 70 for listening and just a little bit for reading. I like that one. I like that paragraph. Just make note of that as you can see on the video. Oh man, I hope I can actually share this video with you or I'll, I'll share it somehow because for some reason, um, yeah, for some reason it's very hard for me to send uh, videos now for whatever reason that is. But anyways, I'll figure out a way. <sighs> okay, now. The third theory, okay, was that it was used for defense. Some fish were able to emit light in their bodies, making it harder for predators to search for them. The lecturer added that unlike other fish that can camouflage in their environment, comma, dinoflagellates, okay, maybe I butchered that uh, pronunciation, all good, protect themselves by releasing glow and light, making, oh, by releasing glow and light, 
comma, we're gonna put a, uh, Jaren as a subject, making the predators think that the released light was their body. Excellent, no grammatical errors as you can see. Good job, I love it. All right, I'm very, very happy about that. Fantastic, okay. So, in summary, great introduction, okay? Based on research, you do, that's how long that opening paragraph is gonna be. The second paragraph, obviously I told you the ratio. The third paragraph, the reason being is because we kind of mixed up that middle body sentence. That's not going to set you back dramatically in regards to your writing, but you understand now that in given this specific view structure, sentence structure, you're going to do uh, a much better job at that. And then you follow that up by the one example, and then your body paragraph, which was the third theory was no. So good job, Angie. I love it. I love it. I love it. And so now let's get into your independent task. Okay. So here we go. This is going to be interesting. Now for body paragraph format, you got the secondly to sum up. Let's see how you restate the thesis. Let's get after this. So people go through challenges every day to achieve their goals. Some people think that the best way to learn is by taking the, uh, taking, uh, okay, okay, so not the advice, but taking advice from family and friends. Others, however, believe that their personal experiences will help them make the best decisions in life, despite the advantages of the easier, of, of, of easier decision making, despite the advantages of easier decision making by taking advice from family and friends, the advantages of, of having, and hold on, by having an easier decision-making, okay, uh, anyways, got confused there. Okay, so there's a little confusion there. What you're trying to say, despite the advantages, what you could do is if you're going and you are probably, and you don't have to reiterate it because you already said family and friends too, so what we could do is just get rid of that. Let's just add a comma, use that as a discourse marker. Despite the advantages, what we could do is, uh, and what personal experience teaches an individual, get rid of that comma. So what I'm doing here is despite the advantages, I think it is better to learn about life through personal experience. Now, you didn't go with the high risk, high reward in regards to put in some of the you know uh, internal preview in your first paragraph, which is perfectly fine, but let's see how you go. Now, remember, personal experience. Let's see how you do now, body paragraphs. Firstly, learning from others, I love it, especially from family and friends is advantageous because they may have already experienced a similar chain, uh, I'm sorry, a similar challenge in life. Okay, the advice they give can be applied in our everyday lives as a guide in achieving a particular goal. This will make decision-making a lot easier instead of personally going through trials and errors. But at the bottom, you said you think it's better to learn about life through experience, but you're talking about learning through life through someone else's experience, not personal experience. Because what you're saying here, and this is a perfectly put together, but the thing is, I feel that, oh man, yeah, because I feel that you're not really hitting it off in regards to, it is better to learn about life through your personal experience. 
right? But let's see what, let me see what example you put in here. Because again, you're talking about learning through life through someone else's experience is what you're saying. So to illustrate this example, imagine that school was over and I was decide, uh, and okay, imagine that school, imagine school being over and I was undecided whether to take a summer job or go on a vacation with friends. So I would now, but the thing is you're saying imagine, so you're gonna have to go with the model for would because now you're saying you went from imagine that school was over and I, wanted, I was undecided in between taking a summer job or going on vacation. So I sought advice from my older sister. See, that goes from it being an imaginary situation to being a real situation. So what you would have to put is, so I would seek advice from my older sister and she would probably suggest uh, going on a trip with some friends. But again, it is better to take summer classes offered at the university as an introduction to the course I will take in college. Thus, I realized that her advice could be beneficial for my future. Now, I'm gonna have to go back and read this because I'm trying to figure out, I feel like the correlation is just a tad bit off. Because if I go back and look at what you were supposed to do in regards to hitting off on the exact specific question, I feel like that we hit, we missed the mark. And it's because, especially from learning from others, especially from family and friends is advantageous. It goes against what you said in the first paragraph because you said personal experience is better. The, the, the advice they can give can be applied to our lives. So you're talking about personal experience through the experience of others. And you follow that up by, of course, at the bottom saying you, you sought out advice from your sister and she decided or she suggested that you did do this instead of this. That's more like mentorship, not through personal experience. That's not your personal experience, right? That was a suggestion that you got from a family and you ended up taking this route instead of this. That's not an experience because if it was an experience, you would have decided to go on vacation instead. However, you realizing that you should have gone to school, you learned from that. See, that's a personal experience. Do you get what I'm saying? So I hope that makes sense. I just don't want you to mix up your ideas because I believe that's kind of what you did. All right, so the next one. Secondly, comma, our experiences can be a lot, a lot more challenging and make, okay, can be, not a lot challenging. So let's get rid of a lot and let's get rid of, uh, it's a little colloquial. Our experiences can be challenging and many mistakes could be made, okay? All right, put a little passive in there and many mistakes could be made. There you go. All right, because of this, comma, we make careful analysis and judgment on this, uh, of the situation, not on the situation, of the situation before deciding, period. For example, when my sister missed the opportunity to take advanced classes because she went on a spontaneous trip with the friends one summer, she learned to check with the school faculty for any summer classes available to avoid. There you go. See, that's your sister's personal experience, right? So by she went on a trip and she realized, oh my God, I shouldn't have gone on that trip. I should have took summer classes. So from now on, what I'm going to do in the future is check in with the faculty. That paragraph actually builds upon your idea, which is in the first paragraph, the personal experience. But the second experience is you seeking out, okay, suggestions from someone and you 
that's more mentorship, not experience. But you sought out that help. And by the experience of that person, you were able to make the right decision. So maybe I do understand a little bit about where you're going and whatnot. <sighs> okay. And for that, she ended up, as a result, becoming one of the top students in her class. <laughs> to sum up, comma, learning from others and from personal experience are both beneficial. I prefer that learning in life through personal experience is better because going through these obstacles help in acquiring skills such as good judgment and analysis of the situation. Good restatement. Although the advice from family and friends makes decisions a lot easier, I still think that experience is the best teacher. So honestly, the essay is there. What I would do is just switch out just a little bit in regards to that second paragraph. Again, you could have talked about a personal experience in regards to you and you could have lied, you know, because these TOEFL instructors, the readers, the e-readers, whatever you call them, they don't know you, right? They don't know what goddamn thing about you, okay? So because they don't know you, you could say, okay, to illustrate this example, I decided to go on a spontaneous trip or not even a trip. I decided to go on a sabbatical for five months to go uh, to, to contribute to a rural community out there in Bolivia. And little did I know, da, da, da. you see what I mean? They don't know, but that would have piled upon that, you know, your overall idea. And looking at that first sentence of your first body paragraph, firstly, learning from others, especially from family and friends is advantageous because they may have already experienced a similar change. And that's really good because that correlates with the other idea. Now, huh, already experienced a similar challenge. So you learn from experience by other people's experiences. If you had restated that at the bottom of that conclusion, Okay, I'm not the conclusion. In the, conclu uh, in the concluding sentence, that would have been very good. Okay, thus I realized the advice could be beneficial for my future. And in saying that, from her experience, I learned because I learned vicariously through her not to choose this route, but to do this instead. Do you get what I'm saying? I kind of just want to mesh it all together and make sure it looks sexy. All right, so in saying that, what I just said, it could be a little bit confusing, it could be a little confusing, but what I wanna do is just make sure that it all just, it has that big body of work. That third paragraph and that bottom paragraph, thought third paragraph solid, okay? All we would have to do is restate a little bit, little bits and pieces, which you did in terms of the analysis through the two body paragraphs, restate it a little bit in the concluding paragraph, we're gonna be good. That second paragraph, all I want you to do is make sure that what you said in the beginning correlates with that concluding sentence in your first body paragraph. Get what I'm saying? With that being said, good job. I just realized, of course, while I was speaking, that for some reason, my MacBook, I can't send these videos through email right now. I'm gonna have to figure something out coming up soon. But in the meantime, I'm gonna hurry up and post this on YouTube. Once you get the video, you let me know and I can take it down. All right, got it? So in saying that, man, thank you! Angie, so much for tuning in to another uh, wonderful uh, evaluation. I'll be sending some speaking evaluations to you. I'm probably going to have to do it the YouTube route, too, until I get this whole little function fixed on my MacBook. But nonetheless, good job, and uh, I'll be seeing you soon.